Now, uh, I've already spoken out about um, a little bit about my opinion on the whole live action Cowboy Bebop. I was more so going in about the um, about basically letting the movie speak for itself and you essentially kind of doing a self-assassination by either targeting fans or talking about fans and shit like that before your thing is even made. It's just generally really fucking stupid, period. You know, and it's like, like, I mean, hell, Netflix even had the actress who played Faye to remove her tweet or whatever, uh, take down the video or whatever. um, Because essentially it's like, yeah, like you don't fucking do that. You just let the shit come out. And then you let the studio or whatever spin it whatever way they need to or get the people behind it to spin it whatever way they want to and whatnot. Um, it's like, you saw what happened with Kevin Smith. You know, a man fucking deflected and lied throughout the entire time that he did what he did for the He-Man thing. And lo and behold, hey, now it came and went and it fizzled out. Hell, it wasn't even in like um, the fucking reg- um, like the top recommended page or anything like that on Netflix when it did came out. When it did come out. But it, uh, you know, it came and went and it fizzled out because it did exactly what the fans didn't want it to do, or it essentially did what he said it wouldn't do, um, if uh, realistically. And that's what happened. But essentially with um, the live action Cowboy Bebop, it's the same thing that happened with the live action Death Note, in my opinion. It's going to be the exact same thing. A fucking overhaul of the story in a ridiculous way, filled with a whole bunch of nonsense them trying to cover up huge arcs shut up dog (laughs) huge uh fucking arcs that essentially well not huge but moments that took place over a longated time and whatnot without really any type of thought process being put into anything my major concern is that they're going to try to squeeze together and rush a bunch of story elements that was taken from uh the anime without actually um thinking about it in a in a logistical way of handling these characters in a story setting much like the original cowboy bebop movie actually did which just seemed like a long episode of cowboy bebop in itself so that would be the smart way to tackle this thing because that's the i mean that's also the same thing that the the manga did um seeing as how the manga comes after the anime but um it's the same thing that the manga did where it's just it's just different stories tackling these characters in a realistic way you know you might touch on some uh deep no um deep themes and um elements from the characters and everything but you don't necessarily need to follow the anime but this seems like it's going to fo- try to follow the anime which is just inherently stupid um cuz the anime has different episodes that juggle different things that show the characters in different lights so you're able to absorb all of that by the time it got to the end which made it far more compelling of a story and trying to rush and push this shit and cram it together um, within a movie, um, a live action at that, just seems stupid and retarded and a bad idea. But I believe that's what's going to happen. Um, one of my theories on that is basically because of the church uh, scene that they had in one of the pictures. I, you know, it just kind of got that feel to me that's going to do the church scene from when they first showed Vicious and Spike had to fight him in order to save Faye early on within Cowboy Bebop, and I feel like that might be a major theme. Uh, Who knows? But waiting for the thing to come out to see, you know, all of that get put together. But I digress. So you got to wonder, you know, why the fuck is Netflix so hard on on making this live-action anime, considering the fact that the last time they made a live-action anime, it crashed and burned. 
And then they also started talking about their involvement in the next live action anime, which is One Piece of all things. One of the, well, currently, like one of the biggest fucking anime around the world right now. And you just gotta, like, you know, it's like, it's very questionable. But the thing is, is that it's very easy to understand when you think about how Netflix has been doing their job as of late. Um, recently, they have been getting nothing but massive amounts of hate. A bunch of people has have unsubscribed from their services, and they just constantly keep putting out movies and shows that essentially don't cut it. And you'd wonder why, when Netflix was the front runner behind the streaming service, the thing that started it all, like why now has it fallen from grace? And the answer is simple. Netflix doesn't fucking know what, <laughs> like what it wants, or, or if anything, Netflix doesn't know how to give you what you want. Netflix only knows how to just produce, like let shit come out, but they don't really necessarily understand the audience that indulges in this shit. Um, there's been a plethora of people who enjoy Netflix content, but motherfuckers don't have their own subscription. They borrow someone else's shit's been going on for years. But subsequently, at the same time, uh, you constantly have an audience who indulges in your content, who looks upon your content and whatnot. You were a bastion of good movies outside of the realm of Hollywood who essentially started to downplay and downtrot themselves into woke disaster movies i mean you have disney constantly doing remakes and basically just taking any and all things that they um that they own and just shitting on them for a new wider diverse audience and it's just constantly being just the, the worst pieces of shit you could ever possibly imagine coming to the big screen constantly being put out there that's just doesn't make any sense. Why do a live why do a remake of Lion King when literally all the voice actors who were in the first line in the original Lion King are still fucking alive? You, why don't you just use their voices <laughs> in the fucking movie? How awesome would that be? We, we gotta get hey, Beyonce wants to do a song. <laughs> fucking idiots. But it's the it's basically the uh the the current curse of Hollywood is to constantly have messages, um, meanings, deeper, um, deeping, uh, thought provoking content. This constant surge of trying to have female characters do things and whatnot, and there's just so much in terms of including diversity or having a message that no one's actually writing anything that's original or good or even entertaining, mind you. But they're doing original shit nonetheless, but none of it is actually good or anything that's worth watching. I actually thought the Anthony Mackie movie where he's basically a robot was going to be pretty interesting. And the movie was fucking stupid. Like, it's like cool effects, brah, but the movie wasn't anything. After I watched it, I was like, yeah, this was stupid. But that's basically what the realm of Netflix is. If it deviates away from the... Um, woke stuff if you will then essentially all you're left with is just boring content only a few movies as of recent um history from like a couple of years back are actually anything entertaining the the one with the guy who plays a uh, thor forget his name um right now i'm blanking on his name 
it like that movie was actually pretty good. The action was amazing. The concept of using um the set pieces of them being in India running around in in just this cool little uh and like just the cool little action scenes that they have was really entertaining and cool. And it's like, hey, strike while the iron's hot, give it get it a sequel. Um do do some more stuff like that. Do some similar things with with that type of stuff. And what do they do? You know, you got the fucking um the Fear Street movies, which <laughs> were just um weird ass lesbian propaganda for the nineties, which just ultimately makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But that's something that they did, you know, and it was like you got so many of these other movies that Netflix has out that just are ridiculous. And no one likes them. They're they're not being well received at all. And you're seeing this take effect because Netflix's viewership is starting to go down. And then you also have the extra baggage that essentially one of the things that made Netflix popular was actually content that Netflix didn't create themselves. Having um, having basically the rights to play shows like Friends and The Office was big fucking deals for Netflix. Like, honestly, those are like things that are played more than anything else that they've had on their um, service. Because like a lot of people turn shit like that on, leave it on and do something or go do something else and whatnot. And they're good enough shows to just allow you to just constantly review it over and over and over again. But you also have all the added movies and the content that they essentially teamed up with other people before they got into streaming shit um, as well to also add on to that. Um, the fucking MCU Netflix series, those were really popular and really good and well-received. You also have like the multitude of movies that they had the rights to that they were able to play and whatnot. But now that everyone else has their own streaming service, what the fuck they need Netflix for? So you pull that shit. Pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. And now all they're stuck with is basically a general huge chunk of their own content, which they never really quite crafted well. They just, they have stuff. They they might get lucky every now and again, but they have stuff. I mean, one of their best shows, The Ozarks, is, about, is like they're about to have their last season and then that's it. But that's literally one of the best shows that Netflix has had. I like Mr. Iglesias, the Gabriel Iglesias show that they had on there. But the second season is not funny. Like it just became ridiculous because every episode decided to just have this one character preach to every other character about something. And it was like, I don't know if he's even relevant in this show anymore. It just seems like this one is to teach us something that's not really entertaining <laughs> to even care about but that's what they've been constantly doing and then their animation field has also been abysmal um at best now what exactly does this mean with trying to dabble into the japanese market or to get into that sweet 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 japana craze that is happening to a lot of americans as of late well that deviates back into what i was talking about with the animation um, a multitude of Netflix original cartoons they call anime and they'll bring it and they'll start the show off with that animation title, um, a Netflix original anime. And you'll look at it like the fuck. Ooh, Witcher. That's also a pretty good one. But Witcher also has a multitude of fucking problems in it. But <laughs> it's like it's, it's OK. Um, but you see things like uh, where different shows and whatnot, the Blood of Zeus, I believe that was one that's called an anime, just 
different things that come out on Netflix now, just because it's a cartoon, it gets the tagline of an anime. Remember when they did that shit for Jaden Smith? And it was like, Jaden Smith obviously is too... What's a, what's a good word? He's too fucking stupid to possibly know what a good anime is. And then you had a bunch of dumbass anime fans sit there and try to back up what the fuck he was trying to accomplish. Which was just its ultimate shit show of a glorified wish fulfillment of him immersing himself in an American May that he could dare call an anime. It was like, no, it isn't. This is, fuck you. <laughs> Um, but then you have things like Castlevania, which essentially has a prominent uh, Japanese studio, Japanese original content, things like that, all working for it um, and running in the, um, you know, and running well and everything like that. But, and as the curse of Netflix goes, as time goes on, eventually you got to put an end to this shit. And Castlevania's last season was just fucking the worst. But, that's just, that's the way the cookie crumbles when it comes with Netflix and this shit. But it's the fact that they have the audacity to name a multitude of different things that they do in anime when they're not an anime, just to try and cash in just a little bit on that fucking anime craze that's currently going on. Essentially, Hollywood is just now taking notice of within um, America. It Now, anime has been a big deal since the fucking 90s let's be real i mean well it was it was far too underground in the 80s for it to even matter but it didn't become commonplace until the 90s and most people in the 90s who got into anime didn't even realize that it was called anime they just thought that this was a fucking awesome cartoon much like how certain people don't even classify dragon ball z as an anime they don't even know <laughs> well they didn't even know that it was an anime it was like yo this cartoon is just awesome but that's not you know, that's, that wasn't the case. It, it was an anime. <laughs> so exactly. So now that everyone's understanding that that's a big market that is making big money and is now a worldwide phenomenon, everyone wants to sit there and cash in their, um, like get, get a little bit off this little gravy train that's happening right now because it's a fad, it's a craze. And, you know, you do anything you can to milk the money out of something that's popular before it can't produce milk no more. And you move on to the next big thing. Hell, that's why the MCU is start currently still going, and that's why Netflix still continues to make the shit that they make. They're trying to cash in on a bygone era that essentially they're not willing to let go, and that is back when Netflix could do no wrong. But now all they do is wrong, so they need to change the fucking script. But I digress. So with the idea of cashing in on the Japanese craze, it comes with the added... The added horribleness which is to go oh the hollywood spin on an anime would be a live action um fucking rendition of said anime because it's popular no no it wouldn't oh how about if we call all of our cartoons an anime that way people would immediately go to that whenever they're looking for anime with us no that doesn't help at all oh how about we also promote and um produce original animes that is shown strictly on Netflix and not um, have to worry about uh, censorship or a lot of the different um, hangups that they have over in Japan when it comes to adapting certain manga and light novels simply because they can't be shown over there on television, but it is something that is very popular within book form. 
there you got something. That's actually a good idea. Awkwardly enough, as terrible as Netflix is, it is sadly one of the last remaining um, Gracelands when it comes to certain um, anime. Um, because they're so thirsty for anime content is that they continuously make new anime content. And you got to take the good with the bad because right now we have a fucking monopoly being done by um, Funimation and even to the point where you really can't expect any other um, anime to be created unless it's going through the banner of Funimation. And Funimation happens to be very, very woke and very, very stupid. They're incredibly stiff. They're non... um, They are not flexible at all when it comes to dubbing or at least... um, um, like caring about animation or speaking out to the different stu- anime studios in Japan about fixing or changing things. They're so adamant in trying to persuade Western ideals towards the Eastern Japanese storytelling and writing that it's now become a problem where essentially, unless you want your anime shown in America, you're going to have to go through Funimation. And if Funimation says that they don't want that anime over the, over anywhere else... That's going to be a problem, Uh, but no one likes to think about that or talk about that for that matter. Uh, But instead, now we only have Netflix producing things like um, Continuing Baki the Grappler, a series that essentially in Japan um, as an anime is just completely uh, forget forget about it. Like um, we 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 came, we saw, we conquered. We had the couple episodes that we did. It's over with, whatever. Manga's still going, still insanely popular. It's just violent as shit, and it just shows people fighting like crazy. Beloved series would be great to see this shit animated, but they never got the chance. But Netflix came around and actually got it animated, and hey, it was actually okay for the most part. They first did their run with the whole little 3D shit, which is Ugh. <laughs> and then eventually they cleaned up their act because you don't need to go full 3d it's like going full retard like yo some things can be 3d some things can be 2d some stuff actually benefits greatly by being in 3d but some but you have to be able to understand what would benefit more 3d than they would 2d but most anime studios do their best to cut corners anyway and any kind of shape that they can Look at what happened to Berserk. As much as everyone claims to love Berserk, look at what they allowed to happen to Berserk. Uh, That's my case on that one. But the fact that Netflix happens to be something that is willing to create or do anything with certain anime and manga that essentially wouldn't get the time of day straight out of Japan um, throughout their shows doesn't mean that that makes up for the things that they're currently doing. I mean, Netflix is still woke as shit. They still have a plethora of problems. Just because they produce certain anime that are okay doesn't mean that they produce, like every anime that they produce is perfectly fine. The um, uh, the uh, Ragnarok, the War of Ragnarok um, manga, which is a an amazing manga um, and just fantastic artwork and art style and everything, Netflix turned that into an anime, and the anime just shit on everything that made the manga really uh, individual, like a, a, its own individual. The different faces, the contorted looks, the crazy shadowed effects that they have on the manga was just completely annexed from the anime, and it shows, and it greatly takes away so much from characters, and it's just a horrible concept rendition. And you look at the anime, and just looks like something that was just 
hurried and cheaply made in order to make a quick buck and cash in on just the manga craze that just recently happened to something. Happens all the time and it's horrible when they do that, but they do that. And Netflix basically is also at fault for doing something like that. So it, it's not, it, it ain't all sunshine and chickens. <laughs> like why is chickens a good thing? It's chickens, chickens running around. Who doesn't like that? But uh, it's not good what Netflix is doing in order to incorporate anime. It's becoming bad. It, it Having a positive namesake for this niche of a fan base would have been one of the strongest roots that you ever could have possibly had. With Crunchyroll being absorbed in Funimation and basically you guys having a foothold in Hollywood being able to do a plethora of things. Being able to essentially distinguish and listening to people to go, who would go, Japan would never turn this into an anime, but you have the resources to turn this into an anime, and I guarantee you it will sell, or people will buy it. What do you say? That would have been a fantastic legacy to have, well, not just a legacy, but that would have been a fantastic um, means that you guys should have had in order to justify a lot of the things that you did um, when incorporating anime. Getting to make your own um, anime through different studios or whatnot, or having people essentially devise their own anime through studios, much like with Castlevania, um, and in tow would have been interesting to where people come to you who have the know-how and the ability to speak to other studios to get an anime done and a certain look and a certain idea that would have been fantastic. Hell, you saw how badly they promoted that fucking anime that was about like a, a black samurai. And it was like, oh man, like this is like an actual historic person that existed within Japanese history. And that's, that's cool as shit. And then the anime was about magic and it was like, ah, <laughs> and then it undermined what he actually did, but instead gave this weird ass story of him trying to protect the little girl. And it was like, ah, with the magic shit, ah, just, ah. and it was like, couldn't just be this samurai fighting awesome story and whatnot involving the true history behind this black samurai. Nope. It has to be some weird mystic shit that's going on in it and kind of undermines the story and just kind of flew to the wayside because no one gave a fuck because it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it came, it went, it disappeared. They may possibly made a quick buck off of it and who gives a fuck. But that is currently the attitude Netflix has towards anime. And as long as they carry that attitude towards anime, they'll continue to do bonehead moves to try and coin in and cash in on the Japanese the Japanese anime craze that's currently going on. They recently released a movie where the main character fought in Tokyo. They are about to do a live-action Cowboy Bebop. They're already in the works of doing a live-action One Piece um, adaptation. And the director or the um, frontrunner of that show has basically already done shit that essentially lets you know he kind of knows one piece but basically he got his head up his ass with politics and politics our politics have no place within the world of one piece and honestly a live action version of one piece that's done outside of japan just seems idiotic really idiotic but 
honestly, like if you was to tackle a live action One Piece, the smartest thing to do would be, yes, have a Japanese studio behind it, but you also include different people of different races playing different characters because One Piece has such a diverse cast and look. And essentially it would it, it would be the opposite of what the live action attack on Titan was that Japan tried to do, which has like two or three movies, I believe. And that's really a clusterfuck considering the fact that by the Attack on Titan lore, there's only one Japanese person in Attack on Titan, but everyone else is of a different race and a different look, um, is of a different race and has different looks and whatnot. And you watch the movie and everyone has black hair, <laughs> but they're not supposed to. So it, it's like if you were to tackle a live action One Piece, there's just things you can do and things you shouldn't do. And for such a beloved series that has such a wide array of diverse characters, there's going to be a couple of them that they're probably going to turn um, into different colors because they're like, we feel like they would be this more or whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure they're probably going to turn Zoro black. Um, I can I can see them turning Zoro black or taking liberties with other characters who are males and then turning them females and then going, well, we don't see it's such a big deal. And assuming that this would just drastically piss people off. It is terrible. But I really, I would rather Netflix crash and burn than to allow them to continuously uh, ruin a bunch of well-known anime and shit like that. But also I would love if there was another contender out there to give Funimation a run for their money when it comes to actually producing, promoting, and establishing anime. Because right now, that's the only thing that is saving Netflix under the grace of God, in my eyes, from being from not being totally useless. But uh, as soon as they cross that fucking line where they're completely and utterly useless, then, yeah, just blow the whole fucking thing up. So that's all I got to say about that. This has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. As always, good people. Hope you had fun.